Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer Hernandez, and I'm here with my co-host, aka my mom, aka Nana Eileen Lunzer. Nana, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jolene. Thank you. Thank you. Happy it's Friday. A- it is a happy Friday. I took a nice long nap today. I think I'm ready. I put makeup on. I can't wait to wash it off. Um, got my pajamas on. Life is good. Okay. All right. Well, in today's episode of the Married to Bravo podcast, you guys, we are going to be talking about the last part of the Vanderpump Rules reunion. And I'm also going to be talking about some news and gossip and things happening in the Bravoverse. Nana, I know you don't follow this stuff. So this is all going to be new to you and kind of new to me because I'm not like I pulled up some sites here so we can talk about it, so we can react live to news and rumblings yeah, and things that, happening in Bravo good. television, right? That's, that sounds good. You and know this, how, okay. oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I'm not on those sites and stuff, but I have been reading a lot lately. Wow. Um, since the pandemic, I'm I'm on my 60th book, 6-0. No. You've read yes. 60 books during the pandemic. Once I finish this one, oh my gosh, I am, <laughs> I am to 60. And this is with Archie and Veronica and Betty and Reggie. Yeah, anyway, so it's <laughs> a little Archie comic book humor. Sorry. Have you even read the comic books during the pandemic? Yes, I love, I love my comic books. Okay, so Nana's finished 60 comic books during the pandemic. <laughs> sure. And and I and I read them to the kids and they just look at me like, oh can we can we read something else? I go, but these people are fun. See, this is Betty and this is Veronica, and they're fighting over Archie. Oh well. Maybe mm-hmm. it got lost in the translation or the different different generations, but to me that was good entertainment. Well, I mean, they do have that uh that show on the CW based off of the Archie comics. They have those characters, Betty, Veronica, Archie, and I've watched a little bit of it. And your favorite Luke Perry, rest in peace, was the dad of Archie in the show. So it's called Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Archie so, Andrews. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And Luke this Perry is how- played Mr. Andrews, Archie's dad. And I, I didn't realize that, that that was what that whole show was about. Mm -hmm. Um, Luke, I mean, I love Luke Perry. I loved Luke Perry, and he was always Dylan McKay to me, so he was kind of pigeonholed. He'll always be Dylan McKay to Nana, and he'll always be in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. He was her love interest. Oh, really? I can see why. Oh, my God, that man was so good looking. And from the sounds of it, such a nice person, too. Right? After he passed away, everyone had just the nicest things to say. It seemed like he didn't get caught up in the Hollywood of Hollywood and was very um, grounded, a very grounded human being and started off like was a contractor, worked in some kind of construction and kept that job even after getting 90210 for a little bit because he was like, this could fall through. Just, yeah, it's just sad to see people like that leave. 
I know. Well, sorry to start off this episode sad, you guys. But the point was, Nana is reading during this uh, quarantine. She's reading comic books. Hello to everyone in the chat. Hi, guys. We got Fonda, Tammy, Bethy, Night of Light, Shonda, uh, Lady Di, and I think I covered everybody. So hello, hello, hello. We got a lot of things to talk about for Bravo, but we are going to be covering some Bravo news and gossip since there's no Real Housewives of Beverly Hills until July, and there's no... um, you know, obviously Atlanta's over. So really the only thing we have is the third part of Vanderpump Rules. But first, you guys, let's get a Minnesota life update from oh, Nana. Anna, oh, what's going thank on? Thank you. Thank you. It was um a, we had some really some terrific storms last night. Um lots of rain. We needed that. We didn't have to um soak the garden today. It got soaked. A lot of lightning. And usually that doesn't bother me, but even I went downstairs to sleep by dad, yes, last night. And then in the, I know. You went down in, two floors to sleep with your husband. You must have been scared, lady. <laughs> was a little scared. <laughs> so then I went, after um, the lightning was over, then I got up and I kind of woke him. I didn't mean to. And he goes, where are you going? I'm going back to my place. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the thrill is gone, homie. The thrill is gone, BB King. Yeah, no kidding. So I said, no, I'm just going to go upstairs. So mm-hmm. I did. And a lot of times I'll turn the TV on. And it's no wonder I can't sleep. I got the TV on. I got my iPad. My phone's next to me. Turn the stuff off, Eileen, and go to bed. Yeah. I've been telling you that for years and only because we grew up that way. Like I always slept with the TV on and the whole house had the TV on and the lights lights on. And it wasn't until, you know, getting married. And then uh, Chal was like, "Um, yeah, we're not going to be falling asleep at TV. I'm like, who doesn't fall asleep to a TV? Hello. 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 Back in the day, I would fall asleep to that. Well, you guys don't remember that, but TV would stop at a certain time. Oh, I remember that. Oh, do you? And things like, well, a little bit. I think later, I think I remember that when I was really young, but I mostly remember there was a time when there was just infomercials, like even on on basic, basic cable. Yeah, right, Mm -hmm. right. But this is pre-cable and stuff, but you would get this signal and it was... um, uh, Native American, you'd see, and then kind of this, I don't know, sort of a bullseye type thing. It was weird. And then it was going. Oh, maybe I don't remember that. Maybe that is before me. Um, I just thought it stopped when they started selling shit. You know, once, oh, no. <laughs> once oh, no. I saw like the love compilations, you know, they had like an hour long ad for like all these CDs that had compilations of your favorite love songs from the 70s. And, you know, and it was those were some good songs. I used I to watch read. those. <laughs> watch those. Now, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Don't give Brett a bad name. They had that was a nice summer of 1970. So no, anyway, I'm not giving Brett a bad name, but I do remember because you and Dad, you have your own TVs. You know, Dad sleeps downstairs. You sleep up in your room. Um, and when Chell and I were living with you guys for a year before we came to LA, uh, <laughs> we came home one day from a show, and you and Dad were on middle ground in the living room watching TV together, like snuggled up and we're like, what, who died? Like what happened? Why are they, what's going on? And what had happened is something did die. Dad's television, the light bulb downstairs went out and I didn't know a person could watch their TV so much that a light bulb needed to, for that TV to function could burn out. And so something was going on. I don't know, maybe you wanted, needed a new TV or something. So you two were watching TV together 
and you were watching those like love compilation, like a long infomercial, you guys, of all the channels you have on DirecTV, you're watching this long infomercial and singing the songs together. Oh. And we're like, what are they on? <laughs> I know. Well, honey, you know, and you get into those infomercials and where they're selling something and the people talk so fast and they just mm -hmm. talk, talk, talk. Don't you think they're speeding? They got to be on something. They are speeding their little asses off. Oh, like the um, people that are doing the home shopping network and stuff? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's a oh, little yeah. Jax's Adderall, you know, a little Jack Stasi oh, Adderall going on man, or something. That was tough. Little coat, okay. little uppers. But it's been a good week and um, I got a lot of things done. Um, we aren't going to have our garage sale because of, you know, the pandemic. We don't want mm -hmm. people coming to the house. We've still tried to distance ourselves. It's not over. Um, I do notice a lot of people think it is, but to me it isn't. We're not even through um, the first wave yet. You guys, um, calm down. So I, the stuff that we put away for the garage sale, I'm getting together and I'm sending it, um, running it up to Goodwill. And then I call DAV, Disabled Vets, and they aren't picking up yet in our area. So mm. I like to give to them because I think that's a very worthwhile organization. So, but that's what we've been doing. Um, I made dad a nice um, breakfast. I made him a nice supper and uh, life is good. That dude's got the life, I tell you. That dude's I tell dad's him that all supper. the time. <laughs> Did dad eat? We got to make sure dad ate because that's what I heard growing up. Did dad eat? Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's all I heard. So we would start making fun of Nana like, "Did dad eat? Did daddy?" We'd act like we were really afraid because my my mom, Nana would come home after work and me and my brother were there and my dad always went to work earlier but usually got home earlier unless he was working overtime and stuff or it was winter and she would get home and the first thing not like hi kids love you she went to daddy like somehow this grown man wouldn't figure out how to make a damn sandwich or whatever the hell you know he can starve you know <laughs> this is this is a Needless to say, we're a dying generation, but I really do like the way you guys do it. And people actually help each other as far as doing laundry, doing mm -hmm. dishes. But my generation, we just didn't have that. If if you did, wow, I, I applaud you, but we didn't have that. We didn't even ask for it. We didn't even think that was possible. To have a man go cook in the kitchen for you, your husband, cook dinner. To throw in a load of wash. <laughs> You know, no, because when I went on conference with my job, I would have to go downstairs and explain to him, now this is the washer, this is the dryer, and I would write little notes. Hi, I'm the washer. Hi, I'm the dryer. So, you know, make it, making fun of it, but yeah. No, I remember dad asking me, like he don't even think he knew how the dishwasher worked. No. He didn't know where the vacuum was, and so when you were out of town... It was like, well, this guy's no help. Um, I guess he'll just be here in case, you know, there's a crime. I don't know what he's doing. The only time, <laughs> the only time this man knew we had a vacuum, he asked me, do we have a vacuum? I says, yeah. Oh, because I want to go vacuum out my boat. <laughs> okay. So lucky him. Lucky him. Anyway. Which is probably why I found a husband who like cooks and all those things because I just didn't want to have to do it. Well, in six days, we will have been married 43 years. Is that cool or what? Yeah, you know what, Nana? That's really cool. June 25th. I was just telling Chell, it's my parents' anniversary soon, and I don't know how many years they've been married, but it feels like 100. That's what Dad said this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nana, let's get into some breaking down of Vanderpump rules. The third part of the reunion, do you got them Nana notes? Yeah, there wasn't much. I mean, you know, I just kind of put a little things together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think what was hard for me with this Vanderpump Rules is watching the third reunion and knowing full well mm-hmm. that four of them are gone. Yeah. That is, that's really strange to me. Um, the more I hear about Stasi, the more she should have been gone earlier, but that's hindsight. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think to myself, well, who are you to judge, Eileen? But you want somebody that you're watching, you want to like them. You got, you know, you want to like them. Exactly. And, and I've liked Stasi until I heard all this coming out. Then you think, wow, okay, Eileen, this is, you know, a lot of this is make-believe. Come back into your real world. So it really was weird watching and knowing that they were canned. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed Stasi. my favorite part was showing Stasi how she was so needy about, and what do you guys say, thirsty? That she <laughs> wanted to get married, wanted to get married. Am I going to get engaged? You know, that gets boring, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then everything between Jax and Brittany and um, Tom Sandoval and always and Ariana, they mm-hmm. were just screaming at each other half half of the thing. They yeah. were just screaming. So I wanted to see what people were saying because I have my little phone here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, a lot of people, you know, Lady Die all done for this season. Like Denise says, it did that did feel odd. Um, Tammy's like, is Vander uh, Pump Rule still on? I mean, it, it literally, I feel like they shouldn't even have maybe yes. last. I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch. I watched like a clip, I think, of, oh, of the I, last part. I just feel over it. And until there's some either it's canceled or there's, you know, recasting, um, I'm just not in tr- what like it really what do I care what Stasi and them have to say now knowing they're gone and they make so much about Stasi and they're never going to hold Brit and Jack's accountable for anything on this damn show. It doesn't it doesn't appear to um, that they're going to hold them accountable. I do want to mention that. Um, who was it that just said um, about a Kirby vacuum cleaner? Was that you, Lady Di? Oh, my God. Were they the best vacuum back in the day? My mom had one, and then I had to get one. I don't know. What color did you have? My mom had brown. I had burgundy. Uh-oh, so Nana's got access to the comment section. We are never going to finish this. <laughs> well, I just think that's interesting to look and see what, what people are saying. Oh, yeah. Um, Shonda's saying an all new cast is needed. You yes. know, I don't, I think I understand when you were saying, honey, that um, you were saying about do something with the Tom Toms. Yes. I like them. I like them. Make I, I, Vanderpump just all new. It has to be, you can keep like Raquel, uh, even Dana, but quit giving her these dumb storylines that she's, she's dating these two dudes that we're not interested. But the more I learned about Dana, the part I did see, on this was her talking about the loss of her mom. And I think there's something about Dana that there, I get some Ariana vibes at times from her. So I, I have hope for her. Um, Cause I really like Ariana and um, the fact yeah. that she's a comedian, I'm probably a little partial to that. Cause you know, I'd like to see uh, a stand-up comedian on this show, because if we're looking at young people who have, you know, s- serving jobs and that's in quotes, cause do they really, um, who are trying to make it in Hollywood, why not be a comedian? Why does everyone have to be a model or an actor? So I would say, keep Raquel, keep, um, Charlie. I really like myself some Charlie. I think she is someone I want to see explored more. She spoke up during this three part in the three parts of this reunion 
and stood up to like Jax and, and Brittany's dumbass. So I love that. The more I learned about her on a podcast recently, I find her really interesting. Uh, Danica, I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like there's more out there about, I've been hit or miss. I've been like, no, Danica's bringing it. And I'm like, mm, I feel maybe now there's too much of a Stasi vibe that there's probably problematic shit out there with her. Um, but recast all the guys. So have your own Vanderpump show, but just keep Raquel as like, you know, the head. Maybe, you know, and, and Sheena can have her last day, like, bye guys. And then Sheena, Ariana, Tom, yeah. Schwartz, and Katie all transfer over to a Tom Tom show. And uh, let's do that. I know. know. See, to me, that sounds that sounds wonderful. Um, you wouldn't miss Jax and Brittany and talking about their wedding. Oh, my God. I, I, I never see Jax and Brittany again. It'll be too soon. We have some stuff to talk about when we get to the news and gossip portion of this podcast about Jax and stuff. But oh, I'm okay. so, so, Nana, I don't know if I can tell you how over those two idiots I am. And I will continue to tell they're idiots. I know. And we I mean, have to, like, there's a point where you can make stupid people famous and you can, you know, have some fun, but this, these two are, it needs to be done. Go get a job, do something I else. Know. Remember he was going to go in social media for hockey. Actually don't do that. I love hockey. Just I go know. Don't, away. Don't mess, don't mess with <laughs> hockey. And speaking of jobs, you know, I want to know what Knight of Light does for a living because he's got one of those Roombas that go all around the house by themselves for vacuum. Uh oh, Nana thinks she's fancy. Quit trying to count people's money, Nana. Who, if he has I a Roomba? Have, well, honey, I have always thought that was the coolest thing because what I would do with Lucy and Frank, I'd put Barbie and Ken on there and watch them ride all around. <laughs> I think that would be a rush. So, anyway, Knight of Light, I, you know, before I die, I think I'm going to get one of those bad boys. <laughs> yes, Nana, I think you could. We'll we'll get we'll make that happen for you. I don't know how much Roombas are, but we'll make oh, it happen. Oh, they're expensive. They're expensive. But I just think, you know, for I think that would be so much fun watching and watching Barbie and Ken just float around the living room. <laughs> Nana's I'm, the best Nana um and grandma to uh, uh my niece and nephew because she's such a kid at heart and you truly like playing. And so I believe you I, you would. I love really do that. I buy Play-Doh. Every time I go over there and Bill goes, why do you keep buying this Play-Doh? They just make a mess of it. I said, for $2.99, this is the best, wholesome, fun thing we can do. And we make things and we smear it on the tree bark and it looks like a rainbow tree. It's very pretty. <laughs> That's what we do. You're a fun grandma. You are a fun grandma. Sean is asking, do we take Sheena? You know what? I say we do. I say we do. I feel like since we've learned this season that Sheena was getting a problematic edit, we know Sheena's got her... Sheena-isms and it's all happening and you know but I feel like since I've checked out Sheena's YouTube let's just give her a, you know let's give her another season she's got this new boyfriend Nana calls him Brat his name is actually Brock and um oh, oh yeah that's right not Brat yep not Brat not like a Brat hot dog but like Brock like the candy but B-R-O-C-K oh yeah and the candy is B-R-A-C-H yes I haven't bought any of that for a long time <laughs> My favorite thing on those is that pink and then the white coconut and then kind of a toffee thing. Oof. And it looks like Neapolitan. Oh, my God. Take out your teeth. This is really. Those will take out your teeth. Those are so bad. They did. They just. <laughs> um, so I say take Sheena. Do you do you say bring Sheena on to either like the Tom Tom show or keep her on Vanderpump Rules with the new kids? 
Um, I say keep Sheena and then bring mini Sheena back in. Oh, I can't deal with mini Sheena. Because she's just no. so, oh, yes. Yeah, she is just a mess. I know. Okay, Jess is saying, since Jax loves to mow lawns, he might start there. Brittany should return to Hooters. Yeah, Brittany can get her job back at the Hoots, and Jax can uh, be a landscaper. I mean, I feel bad for anyone that hires him because I feel like, you know, he's a he's a known thief. You know, he got caught stealing sunglasses, and, you know, for someone who was accusing someone else of being a thief, uh, he's the real thief. He's the one that's yeah. got the record. I, you know, I saw, you know, Beverly Hills... Housewives, they they miss, miss, miss Lisa. We mm -hmm. see that. And then they mentioned on this that Lisa, was it Dana, was saying she got um, the what for from Lisa because she started saying that her and Brett were, is it Brett? What's wrong with me? One of the fired ones was saying what? One, one of the fired ones that were having like a little thing. And she just went after. She oh, went I think after. it was Max. They were probably still hooking up. Or they had oh, another. yes. I don't get yes. the appeal of Max. I never will. He's cocky. He When he refers to sex, he's like, it's like I'm getting a nut. Like who, anyone, any man who says, I just get a nut or, or even uses nut in a sentence like that should never receive vagina, should never, ever get sex. Like I feel like until you learn how to speak about it, you can't have it. <laughs> Dad, did you hear that? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Stop, Nana. Stop. <laughs> Maria says, will Jackson Brittany stay married? No, no, Maria, they won't. No. Oh, oh, they no. will. Oh, sure they will. No. Once this all runs out, and eventually it will, I don't know how soon. We're going to talk about that. We get to news and gossip. This will be done. There is no way oh. that this will last. This dude, if... He doesn't push her to the point of leaving him with um, the cheating and lying and his erratic behavior and moods. Um, he will just leave. Jax will be divorced, but Brittany won't know about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brittany will be like, he said he's coming back. And I believe him. I believe him. And I, I didn't know my pastor was homophobic, even though it was oh. all over the interwebs. I didn't know. You know, I didn't say anything. She recently said she's the she doesn't have a racist bone in her body either, Nana. When things were coming uh, out, faith stuff. So it's like, well, I don't yeah. believe any of any of that crap. So yeah. So okay. So we got Sheena staying. Yeah, Shonda says if Jackson and Brittany get fired, they will be divorced within three months. Mm -hmm. Oh, it does it take that long? Well, it's California. I think it takes a little bit with the divorces. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Denise reminds everyone, yes, if you're here joining us live in the chat or watching us later, hello, future watcher, please give us a thumbs up, you guys. It really helps us uh, populate in some YouTube algorithm and stuff. And it just helps our self-esteem, most of all. Mostly mine. Nana doesn't care. You know, <laughs> I like this. I look forward to it. And I talked to Linda a couple times today. And if she's not on here, I don't see her anyway. Producer Linda is not on. But she said she looks forward to it every Friday. I hope she remembers it was Friday. <laughs> it is hard still with the pandemic and, and quarantine to remember what day it is because I work from home during okay. the day and um, it's really, it's just impossible for me sometimes to, if I didn't have like my work calendar up. Oh, right. I, and if we didn't have these shows, I don't think I would know what day it is. Well, let me tell you about today. 38 years ago, where were you? 38 years ago? 
Uh oh. I don't. I I was two. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have no idea. I was. I have no. I don't know. Think about it. You were in a pretty little white dress. Oh, was that no? Was I in Karen's wedding? Yes. Oh my gosh. Karen and Steve, I want to wish you a happy anniversary, 38 years. And do you remember what happened to the little ring bearer? He peed his pants and then father, the priest, had to take his pants and throw them in the dryer. Why would you let the priest take his? What is, Nana, don't. This isn't. Honey, this. What? Stop it. Stop it. He took the pants, he put it in his dryer, brought the pants back. And by that time, he still just didn't want to, the little ring bearer just didn't want to go down the aisle. So you stood back there, Karen grabbed your hand, and you walked down the aisle with Grandma. I thought the story grandma. was he cried. The kid was too scared. He, he cried. He was scared, too. He just peed. But he got nice, dry <laughs> pants that smelled like urine. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This poor kid. Oh. Um, okay. So there was a kid that was supposed to walk down the aisle with me. He cried and peed his pants, and they dried it. And they were like, hey, here's your dry piss pants. Still walk down. And the kid sounds no. smart. He just sounds smart to me. Like, no, I'm not putting on dried piss pants. And so I, I don't remember this, but I remember seeing photos of me walking down the aisle. Karen grabbed your hand because you looked afraid like, oh, this isn't how the rehearsal went. I was supposed to walk down with a little boy and you were like a take charge kind of person anyway, even at two. What? Not me. And you grabbed your hand and it was the cutest darn thing. Grandpa, my dad, my sister, Karen, and you walking down the aisle together. It, it will always be in my memory. Oh, I very like sweet. Anna, you're so sweet. You tell the best stories, even when it involves piss pants. Tammy, thank you for the two ninety nine. Oh, Super. hi, Tammy. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's thank see what Jessica's saying real quick. They need to fire Lala, too. Her excuse regarding her aggressive behavior toward weaker cast members related to alcohol, which now see since being sober is not her problem. She's a nasty bully. Oh, she is, Jess. You couldn't have said it better. Using alcohol as an excuse. There are parts of you, as Nana and I are both vocal and and, uh, recovering alcoholics, sober people, you call us, whatever you want to call us, um, but make it kind of nice. You know, there's behavior you do when you're drunk that you're not proud of, but a lot of that is things that you have to look internally when you get sober into yourself because it's not just the booze making you do it. There's something more going on there. And I don't think Lala is at that point yet. And I only think Lala apologized in this reunion or was like, I was mean to Sheena. I was mean to Raquel because she saw that people were very much um, fanning Raquel, wanting to see Raquel's little come up. And um, also like it, people were not responding well to Lala. If Lala would have gotten a response from people saying, yeah, we like it when you're mean, she'd be mean to this day. She wouldn't feel bad one damn bit. I know when Lala was on and she had that outfit, which was a, like a midriff kind of thing, you know, with a, anyway, dad's walking through the living room as I'm watching and says, why has she got her underwear on? So Dad said yeah. she was wearing her underwear. Well, Dad's not the most fashion-forward of gentlemen. I mean, he tucks his sweatshirts into his sweatpants, and he pulls it up to over his belly button. And he, sometimes he wears the same walleye sweatshirt for a week straight, and I it gets clam chowder stains on it because he likes to eat clam chowder all the time. Now, that is not a true statement. He's been... <laughs> We're trying to stick up for your man, Nanny. You know he gross. <laughs> no. Obviously, we love my dad, but he's he's he wears um, 
uh, sweatpants that have cargo pockets. Okay, let's let's. You be got. Real here. You can't have enough pockets. I mean that. <laughs> Those are words to live by. You know. <laughs> and every time he throws them down the laundry, I have to check every pocket. Yeah, so, so I don't have. Got- yeah. Something in there. Fonda says, wow, Nana putting people on blast. You are. You're putting that little kid peeing his pants on blast. <laughs> what does that mean, Fonda? You're putting people on blast. Like you put that little kid that peed his pants on blast. <laughs> you're sharing his uh, his stuff, his news. Oh, well, you know, I mean. We, She's just we kidding. All... It's a joke, Nana. Oh, okay. it's, a joke. Well, it's a joke. No one really thinks it's bad of you to. You didn't even name him. It's a joke. <laughs> well, his name was. <laughs> And Fonda, when you get to my age, we all pee our pants. It's not a big deal. Okay. Yeah, Nana's already shared about pooping her pants on this podcast. So we have no shame. We have no shame. I really, I I haven't been at Kohl's for a while. Yeah, they oh, don't well. miss your shit pants self. They're like, uh-uh, let's keep it going. Nope. Are you guys opening up? The the governor says you can open. The governor can say whatever it wants. We don't want Eileen Lunzer coming in here and shitting up the dressing rooms. <laughs> oh, that's hurtful. Hey, we all got a uh, a poop story. You know what I'm saying? All right, Nana. What else you got in them Nana notes? Okay, how would you? How would oh my you rate it? Do you have anything else in these Nana notes, or do you want to move on? I, I mean, just it's the old. idea that it is over. Just the idea that Jax is saying he's trying to be a better person, and then, like you said, whoever is doing the editing does such a wonderful job. They went back and they went back and they went back to all the other reunions. And he says the same thing every reunion, every reunion. And I'm sorry, what was it that he said? Okay, are you with me? I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Jack's trying to be a better person. Oh, God. I mean, there's here's the thing, Jax. You're in your 40s now. You Either you know or you don't. You know, shit or get off the pot. You clearly you know, you're not going to be a better person. You are what you are, what you are. This is all lip service. Jax is just, we've watched him for Can't all these spam. seasons, oh. lip service, lip service, lip service. He is literally a social sociopath. So what would you rate this um, third part of the Vanderpump Rules reunion? Then? Oh, just all the screaming and stuff. Just a way of saying adios. I'll give it a seven. Whoa. It's just my seven. Way. It's my way of saying bye-bye. I'm going to pull a Fonda and give it a zero because I didn't watch it. I only watched uh, the part about Dana sharing about her mom and that loss and stuff. So I think oh. that was, um, you know, that it that was hard. I mean, I think you're, you know, and of course, Jax had to weigh in. Like, I know what that mean is like. Oh. And then people said, well, maybe you want to reach out to your mom. And he's like, no. What no. in the world could his mom have done? He thinks his mom uh, and his sister, I think, might be on the same page. I'm not sure. But what he's explained on the show is that his when his dad was dying, his mom didn't let him go see his dad. But his mom was saying she was doing it because that was his dad's wishes. So he didn't really – he feels like he didn't really get to say goodbye. But I feel like that's – you know. Obviously, we're not in that family. We don't know the ins and outs of it. But his mom has been on the show before. He was allegedly close to her before. I would probably, in that situation, uh, maybe give her the benefit of the doubt because she was losing her husband and trying to protect her grown children at the same time. Should she have probably, you know, let the kids see their dad say goodbye? Yeah, it's an important part of some people's. I mean, I don't know. Absolutely. Do we know that that's even true? Exactly. We don't know this yeah. with Jax. All I know is when his mom no. was on the show, 
she appeared to be a sweetie wipe the CD and she just was looking like, I can't believe this is my son. So maybe his mom is like, good riddance. We don't know. We don't know, Nana. We Moms don't, know. don't do that. Moms no. don't do that. All right. Well, then I feel really bad for his mom. All right. Shonda's yeah. giving it a two. Shawanda says a seven. Bye-bye. Same with Nana. See? See? Morris Thank says you, two like these nuts because Morris is just coming in with those punchlines. <laughs> and Fonda says a 55 like Jax's age. I am loving oh. the shade in this chat. Um and yeah, so, I mean, we're over it. We're over it. Something needs to be done. Now there's talk, Nana. So here's, let's get into the Bravo news and gossip oh, portion. Okay. I'll put this away. Cause there wasn't much here. And you killed can I just, it. Can I, oh, no, I did not. Can you, you did too. Can I mention one thing? Of course. At Unless it's about, about someone peeing their pants near a priest. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. At the end, they brought out Brock. Okay, so you saw Brock, not Brock. They, Brock. They, yes. they brought out Ken, Lisa's okay. husband, and Lala's man. What's his name? Oh, Rand. What is it? Rand? Randall Rand. Okay, yeah. They brought them out, and I don't know why. Maybe it was their <laughs> swan song. Maybe they, they're leaving through. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. But like, also, if we do get rid of some of these Vanderpump people, maybe you could just we never have to see Lala's wedding. Wouldn't that be amazing? Now we never have to see Stassi's wedding. We never see Lala's wedding. I mean, unfortunately we did have to see Jackson, Brittany's wedding, but that would be amazing. Well, and also Brittany will be pregnant next. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what they're banking. On. Okay. So the news and gossip or the yes. things around in the Bravo verse regarding Jax, a lot of people want Jax fired, obviously for obvious reasons, there's a petition going around. A lot of people will start like change.org type things. Um, I think it got a little bit of, uh, I think I got quite a few signatures. I don't know exactly how much, but the news and gossip is that Bravo's kind of waiting to see if this dies down before they fire Jax, because according to some inside sources, uh, Bravo or Bravo executives wanted to fire Stassi, Kristen, Max, and Brett. But Lisa Vanderpump did not. But obviously, Vander, uh, the Bravo executives work with the, you know, sponsors and stuff like that. So they're the business side. So whatever they say ultimately goes. So I think Lisa might be afraid that losing Jax and that might be losing the show. But I, that is not true. That is not true. This guy's storyline has become so tired. We, I think most yeah. people are over him. Now it got to the point recently where Lance Bass, you know, Lance Bass from NSYNC, who also I know, married. Yes. I like, I like him. Yeah. Yes. So he married uh, Jackson, Brittany, when they were finally forced to fire their homophobic um, pastor that they didn't want to talk about uh, and probably would have been on our televisions if, you know, people hadn't called yes. them out on that. So he has become friends with Jax and Brittany and him and Jax were in some business, like just add X. However, since this stuff has went down and I don't know what the business does, the just the add X or oh, something. Okay. It's probably alcohol. Knowing them, it's probably alcohol. So Lance Bass was on his podcast and they were talking about it because more stuff has come out and people saying, if you're going to fire those guys, you better fire Jax. He's been homophobic. He put out stuff on his yeah. social media about faith being a thief. When all along, we know Jax Taylor was the one who was the thief. He's the one who's been arrested. Faith hasn't. And so, you know, he was a part of that. So if you're going to fire Saucy and Kristen, you better put Jax on it among 
the multitude of things that Jax has done throughout the years that is so problematic and that viewers are sick of watching. Uh, and now we have 90 Day Fiance star, who you and I, it's not in the season we watched, it's in a previous season, who's come forward and say he was making comments about my husband and her husband is black about the size of his nose. Now, Lance Bass said that he talked to Jax about this. Like, you cannot comment on the facial features or the size of the nose of a black man. And Jax, Lance said on his podcast, Jax didn't get it. He said, well, what's the big deal? He had a big nose. Jewish people have big noses too. This is what Jack said. And Lance goes, you can't make fun of Jewish people either and the size of their nose. Why a 40-some-year-old dude wants to make fun of the size of people's noses? I'll never know. This dude, you have so many issues, bro. So he does. This stuff is coming out in more and more people and, and Billy Lee saying that Jax is, you know, transphobic and would not film with her. Um, Lance decided to kind of part ways. And so he announced that they took he took Jax off their business venture because he's like, we can't mess with this stuff anymore. Okay. And Lance predicted that Jax will probably get fired down the road. Now, since then, he's backtracked a little bit with that. Mm. But what do you think, Dana? Do you think they're actually going to fire Jax? Because if they are, they're taking a long-ass time. Yeah, you would think we would hear something before this. Um, it's, you know, it's a new day, kids. You know, entertainment's entertainment, and racism is racism. That isn't entertaining to me. Yeah. And being a bigot isn't entertaining to me. So um, the idea of, of goodbye, Jax, goodbye, Brittany, I'm all for it. Yes, I'm all for it too. But it just looks like Lisa is kind of, you know, and, and the production gang, whoever is, you know, are, are not, I don't know the right word I want to say, but they're not um, going forward with this as they should. Um, and they're kind of on their heels. What do you call that? Dragging their feet? Dragging their feet. I don't know why it took me so long to get to that dragging their feet on this and really you're cleaning house. Jack should be next. If Lance Bass doesn't even want to be on a liquor company or whatever, the, I got to look up this because I hate when I say stuff and I don't know. Yeah. See what that <laughs> is. It's called X something. Just add the X. Um, oh, okay. Just add X. Okay. So just add X was the business that Lance and Jack's went into okay. and it's handcrafted premium mixers. Of course it's about alcohol. So if Lance wants to separate himself from that, why would Bravo TV now want to keep Jack's on the show? We saw how he spoke to Charlie. We see how he speaks to women. We see how he speaks to LGBTQ um, individuals. We see how he talks about people of color. Like hey, we don't need it. They don't need it. There's so many, like they could diversify this cast and put people of color actually on this cast. There's so many like hot, not hateful, sociopathic, racist dudes in LA somewhere. I'm yeah. sure we could find to cast instead of this moron. Well, it's the money, honey. Everything goes back to the money. And that's what they're all looking at. From Lisa Vanderpump to the executive producers, especially Andy Cohen's trying to backtrack and say he has nothing to do with this. And maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't have a say in this anymore. Andy Cohen has a say. He's got a say all day. Don't let him fool you for one second. That man has a say. He is the face of a network. 
he has got to say. Well, when I think of Bravo, I think of Andy Cohen. Yes. He has got to say they're trying to hide. You have a say. You might not be an executive producer on Vanderpump anymore, but you have a say. You are the face and you host the show afterwards that breaks down all of the shows. So don't tell me for one second you don't have a say. Okay, so Lance Bass is now, as of yesterday, clarifying his comments about Jax Taylor and their business partnership. He says Jax isn't racist or homophobe. So let me just tell you this real quick. Lance Bass is now singing a different tune, and I wonder why this happened, about Vanderpump Rules. Because I listened to the podcast episode. I was like, yeah, Lance, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, yep, okay, yep, I'm uh, I'm on board. The former NSYNC band member previously said he believes Bravo will fire Jax for after his past racist and homophobic comments resurfaced. He also said Jax's behavior would cost him everything, including their just add X partnership. He will lose out. Look, I do not see Bravo keeping him, added Lance. I have a feeling soon it's going to be done because this will get bigger and bigger. Lance also said that he was wrong to officiate Jax's wedding and go into business with him without knowing his past actions. Yeah, that's you probably want to look into that. Uh, Lance, I listened to your podcast. You talk about how everyone knew for years how wow. awful Jax was. Why did you agree to officiate his wedding and go into business with him? Love, uh, Andy C tweeted on June 15th. Um, that would be for fame for screen time and Hollywood in LA is a very corrupt area where people will basically do anything to stay relevant. So that's probably why. And he's BFF with Lisa Vanderpump. That's just me answering this question. But Lance replied a hundred percent. I was wrong. I should have paid better attention. I'm just trying to do the right thing. Okay, Lance. Uh, <laughs> oh, I so, thought, I thought Lance had his Shit together better than that. So now Lance is clarifying his previous comments about Jax and insists that Jax isn't a racist or homophobe Jax. I mean, Lance. I mean, whatever your name is. Lance also denies that he regrets going, uh, also denies that he regrets going officiating Jax's wedding or going into business with him. Lance said, look, I'm going to preface this right now because I know we have a lot of new listeners here. So I do not think Jax Taylor is racist or a homophobe. Mm. Lance explained. Wednesday, June 17th, episode of The Daily Podcast Podcast. Okay. Or The Daily Popcast Podcast. Wow. And I've said that a million times. I would not be acquaintances with someone if I thought you were a flat-out racist or homophobe. It just doesn't make sense. He also insisted that he's never heard anything racist come out of Jax's mouth, but admits he's heard, well, you did, though, because he said, well, Jewish people have big nose. So you hear anti-Semitic things come out yeah. as he's trying explain commenting oh. on the size of black man's nose okay lance added um okay i uh let's see so uh, but admits he's heard of tweets that everyone's pissed about according to lance's husband slash podcast co-host michael turchin lance or uh, lance told jacks i don't think you're racist i think you said that with the intent of being i don't think you said that with the intent of being racist but what you said is racist. And you have to understand, you just can't promote these racist things. Lance added, it's like using the word, the R word. We all know that you don't use that anymore. And if you don't know that at this point, that's just your own ignorance. That's the thing. Jax is far too old to not know that he should not be going around doing all these things he's doing. Why are we protecting this dude? Is it because Lance and Lisa Vanderpump are BFF? Is it because Lisa reached out to him and was like, please, we don't need more on this show. It's about to get canceled. I mean, is that, what's, is that do you think, what's going on, Nana? 
do you think that Vanderpump Rules is going to be canceled? No. Do you think that Lance is backtracking now since he's besties with Lisa Vanderpump and she's probably hit him up and was like, um, please don't say anything more about Jax. I'm afraid they might cancel the show and I don't want to fire him. I just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of over this as far as Vanderpump. I feel yeah. bad that it had to end this way. Mm-hmm. But do we really want to watch this stuff? I know I love watching people that have a lot of money, okay? <laughs> and that they kind of go their merry way and don't, they have, they make up these problems. But we've gotten to the point where we're just adoring and worshiping money. And I think mm-hmm. we got to just stop. You're not taking anything with you. Stop. Yeah. I just, exactly. I don't know. I just, you know, as far as Lisa, I still like Lisa. I don't know. Well, you can still like Lisa, Nana, but I think also recognize that maybe Lisa isn't looking at this. You know, Lisa's looking at this from a business perspective, and I think she's afraid to lose her thing. But we can also criticize that, yeah, you know, Lisa needs to, if you're going to go this far and yeah. if the Bravo executives, and I know Lisa allegedly did not want to fire them, then you got, then take Jax too, because people have been saying this for a long time about this guy. And I'd be surprised if more things don't just start rolling out about Jax, you know? Did they, I know, um, Kristen and Stassi, mm-hmm. they have an attorney Do Are they going to try to get back on? They have a crisis management team. Oh, that's I'm, what it is. I'm sure okay. they're continually trying, but I refuse to like read more into their story and stuff. There is one more thing we'll talk about in a little bit, but I don't want to, I just can't fall down that okay. rabbit hole. I'm like, ER fire. Now find something else. Crisis management team. It's kind of mm-hmm. like human resources. Yes. Doesn't <laughs> exist. These, <laughs> these jobs are made up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so Lance is just backtracking and, you know, he adds that the whole reason he decided to officiate Jackson Brittany's wedding was because he was replacing the pastor who previously made homophobic comments to me. That was a statement. And I thought it was big of them to make that statement. Lance expressed Lance, Lance, you got to get off the Vanderpump teat. You have to stick by your morals and your scruples. And originally what you said is you is what you meant. Like you meant what you said the first time when you said That's you right. confronted Jack right. about this and you and he said, Well, what why you can make Jewish people big for the Jewish people? And he's like, No, you can't. Oh and that God. you thought he was gonna lose everything. Those were your true feelings, and now you're backtracking. So he then said, I don't regret marrying them nor going into business with him. It was all good intention. Now my job is to protect a business I've been working for for a very long time. So exactly. So don't like keep working towards your business and don't stick up for them anywhere. But it has to be his bestie, Lisa, calling him and telling him. But people are accusing him of flip-flopping. He's denying flip-flopping, saying, what flip-flopping? I don't regret starting a business with him. He turned a new leaf. He's never turned a new leaf. And no! I was very supportive. I regret not hearing our customers' complaints until way too late. And I don't regret marrying them. I was honored to replace a homophobic preacher. But yeah, people on... Line or just like you're flip flopping. Yeah, he's flip flopping from the sounds of it. You bet. Yeah. So Jax's rep denied Lance's initial claim, saying last week uh, the Just Add X website had been hacked, showcasing some hateful slurs, which Jax oh. felt horrible about. In an emotional state, Jax had texted Lance and the Just Add X team offering to step down from the company 
if that was the direction they wanted to take. The team immediately followed up with a phone call with Lance and the team and fully supportive. So Jax is saying, no, it wasn't you guys letting me go. I told you, you could let me go, which I do not believe. No, I don't believe that either. So it's just a lot of back and forth of, you know. I'm really interested to see if we're going to go forward with um, Vanderpump rules. Mm-hmm. Because after a while, some of the housewives got kind of stale. Yep. And so this was like a new thing. It was young people and it was, but um, yeah, now it's. Yeah, start fresh with some new kids living in L.A. But I know there's a lot of people out there, too, who are like, just cancel the damn show. It's over. It's over because you've been protecting problematic people for quite a while. And, uh, you know, we're seeing this on all levels. Yes, we are. Yes, Um, we are. You know, we're we're seeing some comedians recently being called out for, you know, grooming um, girls, teenagers and things like that. And, uh there's, there's a, it's just, you know, I, this Hollywood and LA and entertainment, it is, I mean, I know everything, a lot of things, everything, but this is one of the most corrupt businesses and living in Hollywood and being a part of this, you know, it's just, it's gross in a lot of ways. And I think that is a big reason why for me as a stand-up comedian, I wanted to find my own outlets to do my own thing because the people, the rings you have to kiss and the things you have to go through, it's just, it's not worth it. And it's gross. I mean, there's no better way to say it. And the people that they uplift in this industry, so many of them are garbage humans and they're all hiding each other's secrets. Well, that sounds like any regular office. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I mean, you know, there is that hierarchy in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, does this mean that maybe you're thinking of moving back to Minnesota and mulching with me and anything laying down rock? Possible, possible, Nana. Anything's possible. Oh, my gosh. I, I have, have been not- talking to Chell more and saying, you know what, I think we should get, like, ever, you know, with the pandemic and just getting older and stuff, it's like, we should try to work towards getting like a home, maybe like a little farm, not like cows and stuff, but like, do people far like have a, a farm with ducks, you know, where you just like, let them live free and you take care of them. I know you can't get paid for that shit, but hopefully, you know, you can do other stuff, but <laughs> Nana is pretending to shoot herself. Um, no, I'm sorry. That's not even funny, Eileen. But um, I mean, I'm just saying you're, you're, you're you're going through this. I understand what you're saying. And I think, you know, and I can't tell you what to do. That never worked. Um, it's a hobby farm. See, yeah. Yes, there you go. That sounds delightful because there are ducks outside of Chell's um, mom's home, which we've been staying in her uh, retirement home through the pandemic while um, our LA apartment is still there and we go back to it sometimes. Uh, and there's ducks outside. And they keep procreating and making little ducklings. And I'm obsessed with them. And I've done videos. And I want to put together videos because I followed them growing up. Uh, (laughs) That's where I'm at in the pandemic is I am uh, a duck watcher now. And (laughs) I'm obsessed with these ducks because it's like that. That's real. That's cool. This is just 
crazy town. It's just stuff. It's mm-hmm. just stuff. We're finally getting back to maybe becoming moral and caring Man, I, about one another. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for this. <laughs> I am hoping for this. Um, and what's Natalie saying? If they don't fire Natalia. Jax. If they don't fire oh, Jax. Natalie, why do I always screw Natalia. I'm sorry. Said it again. Her name. Natalie. Natalia. So Natalia, Natalia is saying if they don't fire Jax, then they should just hire back the others because that means what Bravo did was pointless and they are uh, point of the problem or part of the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's it just- is crazy. But let's get back to you possibly moving back. <laughs> Well, we're not going that far yet. I mean, Chell still has a lot of things he wants to accomplish in L.A., and we'll see. But um, I'm just saying that looking as these things are breaking about comedians, celebrities, reality stars, directors, stuff like that, and their disgusting behavior and the racism, the misogyny, sexual assault, things like that, I'm just like, this city and the whole structure of, like, L.A. and Hollywood is just... I know I'm being a little dramatic with this, but it feels so corrupt and just so gross. And that's where I'm at. (laughs) All right. I see you a little closer. I see you, let's say, in Colorado moving this direction. We've talked about Denver. You know, the thing is with life, you never know where you're going to end up. Um, And who knows at this point, but I'll tell you after, you know, this pandemic and things like that, it's, uh, you do want a little bit of space. You before I was all like the big city and you want to like people everywhere. And now I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. I know. I know. And let's get back to that. This social distancing, keep going with it. People keep wearing your mask when you go out. Um, you know what? So (gasps) what? Look what Jen's saying. Jolene, get a farm with ducks, grow a garden. You can make homemade jam. Why does that speak to me right now? I love jam and I love ducks. And sure, if you teach me how to keep things alive, Nana loves gardening. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I can sell jam. I could be a jam seller. Chell and I have also talked about, uh, well, now with the pandemic, who knows and what our new normal will be uh, once there's a vaccine, you know, and stuff. But uh, we could have a little food truck thing and go to like county fairs. And sell stuff. I mean, you know, life is. It's I all, love that. We I just love don't that. know. <laughs> when you said get a little farm, when when Jess is saying that, Jolene, get a little farm. I does anybody remember that show, Baby Boom, that movie with Diane Keaton? Oh, it's so cute. She goes and gets a little farm and stuff. Anyway. Okay. Oh, yes. I do remember that. And she made jam. And yes. she was an executive in New York. Yes. She was doing all this stuff and she just wanted to like have a baby. And I forget how she got the baby. Um, Her cousin died and left the baby to her. Oh, yes. And then she moved out to the country. Baby boom. Yes. At first, I'm like, what is Nana talking about? And then I'm oh, like, oh, it's such Nana a cute show. I always just love it. These, you always oh. know these cool things. Okay. I love that show. And she does make jam while trying to raise the kids, like the city girl yep. in the country. She- she makes baby food and that's what it all is. natural, okay. organic baby food. So she's doing lots of applesauce and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a cute show. Yes. Um, H. Tobler says, love that movie. Yes. yes thank you. I did movie. too. Anything with Diane Keaton. Oh my God. And who's the guy that I really like that went with? Oh, he passed away now. Hmm. Oh, the one you got a sweater from? Yes. Sam Shepard. 
Yes, he was in it. Oh, he's just hot. Anyway, bones out for Sam Shepard. Just oh my gosh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Sam Shepard. Um, and Morris is saying Jolene with her homemade butter, honey, and a pet pig. <laughs> I couldn't have a farm. Like I, I couldn't. Um, I don't think I could milk cows. I don't no, think honey, that's that's work. hard work. That's yeah, and I seven can't slaughter animals and things like that. But I'm a hypocrite because I, you know, I'm not like vegetarian or anything. But um, yeah, I just want ducks and jam. I like that ducks jam. What else is? Uh, well, eh, bunnies they, they they procreate at a high rate, and then I'm they, chasing them around. But a hobby farm. Put in a garden, the bunnies will come. <laughs> Um, Morris is Nana, the YouTube Diane Keaton, right? Right. Oh, right. Morris, you are so sweet. Honest to God, he had something out there. And oh, Nana's going to now break down Morris's Facebook page. I <laughs> am so, I mean, I'm sorry. He was mentioning about these birds. I think he was at Home Depot, correct me if I'm wrong, parking lot, and a bird flew by him, and then another bird and kind of clipped his elbow. Okay. And I said, oh my God, just like the birds, you know, and then I go on about the Alfred Hitchcock movie. And he goes, it really wasn't funny. I was really scared. So I had to come back with, God, I'm sorry. I just, you know, Man, I you're talking about people on the internet. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't mean to. I mean, I didn't make, I didn't want to make light of these birds attacking. Ooh. All right. Um, good breakdown of Morris's Facebook page and uh, being attacked by a bird. Hope you're okay, Morris. But if you're typing in the chat, I assume you're okay. Okay. So there's also been, now there's been this campaign to get Stassi back on the, uh, you know, whatever. So Please. I know you guys like, let's build a bridge now. She's fired. We're moving on. People lose their jobs every day and can't pay their bills. She'll be fine. You guys should be, be just fine. She's gonna be fine. Okay. So faith is now having to speak out yet again, because some screenshots have surfaced regarding uh, on Facebook. I think it or it's Facebook or it's Instagram, but they're both owned. They're the same. You know, they're owned by each other. Facebook owns Instagram. So um, oh. there's a the screenshot with Faith allegedly having a conversation with someone else talking about setting up Stassi and the gang so she can get her spot back on Vanderpump Rules. And she's doing this on purpose. Come to find out it's fake. It's fake. Facebook itself has confirmed that those messages are fake because it's very easy to doctor messages like that. So there's a whole campaign of people. It's like justice for Stasi or some shit. Oh, stop and it. We don't know if they're behind it, but it's got to be. So they're doctored screenshots and Faith had to come out and be like, that never happened. And had to get Facebook to say, yeah, those are, those are doctored because they're continuing to slander her. Do you guys not see the problem in this? Like how you got in this situation? <coughs> excuse me, is by I guess they didn't see the problem. This they woman. didn't see it. Yes. And it just, uh, and so now you're going to continue to slander her to get these people their job. They lost their job. They behaved badly and they're done. It's not like they're never going to work again. They will find where they fit in this world, but go figure something out about yourself. So, um, so they have all these doctored screenshots. You can go online and look at it on realityblurb.com. And uh, Faith said uh, they didn't uh, at least try to make it sound like me. Like they didn't even sound like I knew when I stood up to do the right thing. Faith said people would do anything they could to try to discredit me. And this happens all the time when people come forward about all kinds of stuff. You're always discredited. I'm seeing that online right now. 
with people calling out comedians and stuff like why take you that long to come forward because you they knew assholes like you were going to sit on twitter and ask them a million questions and instead of when someone is grooming young girls, because Chris D'Elia, the comedian, is being accused of that right now, and he's a actor, and he played a pedophile in you, and he played a pedophile in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and now he's being accused by um, women, uh, but they were children at the time, still teenagers. Oh, my God. Messaging them, grooming them, and they have messages, things like that. And people are, like, calling them young women. There's no such thing as, or I think, as that they, the young women. Instead of saying what they are, which are children... They're children when you're children. a teenager. So, um, yeah. So, and, and, and they're getting questioned, like, why would you send nudes? And it's like, they're teens. Why would a grown man elicit, stop it, elicit nudes from a kid? That's the questions you should be asking. Not what did she wear? Not why did she message him? She's a kid. She was a child. They were fans of his. It's his job as a, adult to not message back teenagers and not try, not flirt with them, not sex them, not ask them for nudes, not try to hook up with them. That's That's disgusting. That's that's disgusting. That is disgusting. That this guy, Crystalie, I'll have to show you. He looks like, um, let me pull it up here. Um, He looks like Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. If someone hit like, Big Ed looks like Crystalia if someone hit him with a mallet on the head or something like that. Um, um, and Big Ed, they look very similar, you guys. Well, can I mention something too? Yeah. That um, where Morris was attacked, it wasn't Home Depot, it was Office Depot. Gosh, Nana. So <laughs> I got it mixed up. <laughs> but that bothered me because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And and he said those birds were vicious. So anyway, okay, I'm moving sure you forward. Could hurt Morris's feelings at moving all. forward this picture, but yeah. So, um, okay, here we go. Let me open it up and I'll share this with oh, you. Oh, we guys. have 49 people on. Isn't that cool? Now oh, just think if cool Linda way. would wake up, I'd have 50. <laughs> no, Linda is on. Sorry. I saw her on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see her. Stop Sorry, her. Linda. Yes. Nana quit hating on your friend. No, I'm not hating on her. I just don't want her to miss anything. So this is Nana Crystalia. He's the comedian. Oh, that- I'm trying to touch my screen going, someone else is on here. Yeah, of of grooming uh, girls. And then Uh, uh, they said if they bonked him on the head, I mean, they're very similar looking here. Yeah. Right, Big Ed. And both of these gentlemen, Crystalia and Big Ed, are being accused now of, like, harassment, sexual misconduct. So, You know what? I mean, oh, my goodness. I mean, we got to get back to – Real guys, mm-hmm. just being real, being not real. real racist, not you know, mm-hmm. just not a real bigot, just being real people that care about other human beings. Yes, Nana, we just need to listen to you. We need to listen to you. Speaking of real human beings and keeping it real, let's talk about the real housewives of Atlanta news that's been coming out. Diana Lisa has uh, Diana in Tennessee. You crack me up. Bunnies and deer will come when you plant your garden. I think if they that's don't right. up their act, I am canceling. Bravo, bravo. Yeah, you got a lot of work too. Speaking of that, Nene Leaks has called out Bravo a few times now, um, saying that. Uh, 
she's going to expose some more racist Bravo liberties and also calling out Andy wow. self on some stuff by retweeting people saying that Andy should be, um, I don't know if it was canceled, but something about Andy being more responsible, kind of what we've talked about where I feel like, you know, he might be hiding a little bit. Uh, but some people don't think obviously that's a good idea because that's, you know, your boss. However, if you think your boss is being problematic, I mean, you should be able to say something that gets us in trouble when we, you know, there's untouchable people. You can't have untouchables. Now it's being reported that Nini is fired from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And by reported, I mean, people are saying this, but it hasn't been confirmed by Bravo or Nini. Nini saying it's not true. What happened, Nana, is Bravo. I don't believe that. Their letters of like, hey, we're going to your offer letters for season 13. Nini's hasn't come through yet. That doesn't mean she's not going to be on the season. It just hasn't come through yet. But I'm sure it's held up by the fact that she's been speaking up about Bravo being more oh, yeah. accountable. But then Nini also got in trouble herself and became the donkey of the day on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. He always has these donkey of the days, people who put their foot in their mouth, do dumb shit. And she compared her experience of being on The Real Housewives of Atlanta and the reunions and getting getting bullied and stacked up on with the George Floyd situation, but hers in a social sense. And people were like, no, no. Yes. So, um, so Nini, uh, you know, they're saying, isn't going to be back. Nini's saying that's not true. Who knows? They still could be in negotiations. Bravo hasn't confirmed that she hasn't been asked back, but some housewives have also Eva Marcel has decided. She says she decided some people are saying she got fired, that she's not coming back. So Eva, who's one of Nana's favorites, is not coming I back. Like, see, and I like Eva. So what um what's Nini waiting for? It's a letter she receives. Well, they all get letters, kind of oh. their offers for the next season, you know, to go forward. Kind of what happened to Tamara and Vicky when uh oh, Tamara got okay. the offer to only appear in a couple episodes and in a friend capacity, and Tamara was like, hell to oh, the no. Yeah. Well, that happened to Clark Griswold. Do you remember? He was waiting for a letter, and then he was going to get his bonus check. Mm-hmm. And instead, once he got it, maybe maybe Nini's going to be in part of the Jelly of the Month Club, too. We yes, don't know. just like Clark Griswold. I don't know if they would. I mean, I could see now that... Um, there might Bravo might be looking to get rid of Nini since she is being, you know, talking about, you know, outing people and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, maybe that is a real thing, but so far there's no, excuse me, confirmation that she's going to, that she's not going to be on next season, but rumor has it. She has not gotten her offer yet and offers went out. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Eva's gone. What do you think about Eva gone, Nana? Well, <laughs> you don't seem that devastated. And before you're like, I love Eva. I love her. I love her. And now she's not coming back and you're like, bye. I mean, you're just so, uh, I can't even believe how cold you're being. You're ice cold, Nana. <laughs> you know, we're not going to see Eva pregnant anymore. We're not going to see her and her in her new house. We're not going to see, you know. I mean, obviously, she said she's not going to, uh, she wasn't going to be pregnant for this next season. But who's going to be friends with Cynthia? Is Cynthia coming back? I don't know. I like Diva because she did nonstop eating What's during her pregnancy. pregnancy? <laughs> I know, but I love that in a person. <laughs> she was chewing away, and I like that. I just thought she was 
very cute, and she added a lot to the show. I will feel bad if she doesn't come back. I'd say get rid of Nini before that, and then send Greg to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> so J-Job says, Nana says, don't let the door hit her. <laughs> that is kind of what Nana So Nana, you don't care. So if Nini... I didn't say I didn't care. It's no, just... No. I. Okay. I mean about Nini. I know you care about Eva um, as much as you can. You know, Eva actually is on a morning show, the Ricky Smiley morning show. So she has a job every day, like from six to 10 or whatever, uh, East Coast time. And she was talking about it on the Ricky Smiley show and just saying that she feels like her time on reality TV is kind of up. She's got a gig now. She's making her money. And yeah. she well, to be with her kids more. And she also wants to um, contribute to her community, you know? So I think... That's, I, that's amazing. I love that. Good for you, Eva. Do what's best for you and your family. And if Bravo and the Real Housewives of Atlanta isn't what's best for you, then do it. I think this year, 2020, with the pandemic and everything going on, um, you know, with current events and stuff, and uh, I think people are starting to reevaluate their lives and what's important and what they want to leave this world, want their legacy to be, you know. But then you have the other side where people are like, no, she got fired. She's just saying she left. But yeah, I kind of, I just, I, I, I'm going to believe her and say that, you know what? She decided because she does have this daily gig. Her husband is what? An attorney. Um, they got a house. She's got yeah. some money now. She's got small kids. Maybe she doesn't want to put up with this shit anymore. You know? Maybe not. I really think, wouldn't it be nice to go back to like a Pleasantville where we're not so you know, critical of each other constantly. And a Pleasantville was uh, just all that had its own set of problems. People didn't have rights and things like that. Like if you go back to Pleasantville, that's just not how, well, it's really not how I saw it. I mean, I really didn't. I mean, I just like that old town feeling and I know we've come the other side of that, but I don't know. I don't think it's what do you too mean late. by Pleasantville? Because I'm just thinking of the movie Pleasantville. So am I. But if you know like that movie, it lacked color literally and figuratively. Like it was black and white, and you didn't see people of color in that movie. So oh you're saying because if when people say the good old days, you're I thinking know, of I like know. the 50s and the 60s, and we had huge problems and discrimination and things going on and a lot, I'm just a lot saying, of speech. you know, just, just people to be decent. I guess I was really, I really liked that show because Don Knotts was on there and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, it's like you, so you just want to go back to a world where Don Knotts is there. That's what you well, meant. Where people gave a shit about one another and it wasn't the always the almighty dollar. But did people give a shit about each other then? Yes, yes, I believe they did. I, for mo for most, yes, I believe they did. There was a whole population of people that couldn't use the same restrooms as others and go in restaurants, and it was very racist. Like if you're talking about back in those good old days, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying, but I guess I'm just looking at the. I guess I'm looking at childhood and you're looking and at it when you didn't have of like Mayberry, you know, uh, you're looking like, at it through that. And, um, but Bonnie that was never, Mayberry, um, yes, but that was never a reality 
for people of color in this country. Do you know what I mean? That's the white, that's our white perspective of reality. Like remember those days, but those weren't good old days to a huge population. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I can see that now that you're saying that, mm-hmm. but in my mind, when I go to my pleasant place, my place without worry, it's just running down the street after the popsicle guy. Simple. So when you're little, do you want to go to simpler times? It's not. Um, yes. That's what, that's it. Simpler times. You do always say your child being a kid again, maybe probably maybe what you mean is not, um, before you're aware as a kid of all that is wrong and messed up about. Yes. Before you ever got a letter saying, perhaps you have missed a payment. That has not, you know, there you go. That's what I want to go back to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good times perspective. Child yes. more yes. saying. And Jess say Nana wishes for humble and kind. Nana wants to do her coal shopping and gardening. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's pretty I, simple. I see what you're saying, Nana. I just see when a lot of people say, oh, the good old days and people want to romanticize the 50s and the 60s. It's like, no, those were very, very problematic times that we're still not completely out of. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at childhood before bills. Yeah. Before I ever even knew you had to pay for electricity. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's things like that. Yes. Um, before and nothing, nothing wrong with the ice cream jobs, nothing wrong with the ice cream man. Yes. Now says you guys times. I know simple and nice times, and I think maybe it's just age mm-hmm. that's making me yearn for the past like that. Um I kind of I mean, I love just playing with the grandkids, like you said, because it does remind me of when I was a kid. And things that I would like to do mm-hmm. as a small child. I'm, I'm able to almost put myself back there. It's kind of a cool thing. Like the innocence of kids. Like it is. It's so awesome to be around. Like obviously, you know, Frankie and Lucy, my niece and nephew, your grandkids, because you just see the world through their brand new eyes. And you're like, oh man, there's so much hope and potential. And it isn't until us adults, you know, ruin that for kids and, you know, fill their head with stuff. So um, and fear and things, but really they just, they have, they're, they're born with these like bright eyes, just like, Hey, let's, you know, let's, have I know. I like that world. I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I kind of simplify things too much, but I think sometimes no, we make, I, I think you, Nana, you, you're, you do a great job. If I'm just trying, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. I hope I didn't come off as like putting you down at all because I don't think you simplify oh, no. things too I much think I at do. all. I no. think I do because I look at it through, I hope not to lose that. I look at it through the kids' eyes. What would they like? Mm-hmm. You know, how could I use this and make it into Barbie something? You know, it's simple, simple stuff. Yes. And so I think yes, as we get older, we just like to go back to more simple things. Mm-hmm. You can buy your kids a $165 Barbie dream house, but it's the simple stuff that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm part of that. I'm part of like, oh, she wanted this. I shouldn't have gotten that Barbie house. She had like two or three different houses. Um, what was I doing? Making a neighborhood for her? I should have just done something, you know, it's a small stuff. I remember when Billy, your brother, I mean, we just spent a lot of money on you kids when at Christmas time, cause that's what my mom did. And his favorite gift was the Rambo shield. And Rambo sword, and it was like a buck ninety eight. Yeah, 
Well, that's so, like that's like Frankie, your little grandson. You guys got him these dinosaurs that were like $9.99, and it's the only thing he plays with. And you can buy kids these expensive things. So I think I get what you're saying, Nana. When you say simpler, it's like everyone wants to – everything's about money, and everything's about this next level and reaching this next. And probably where you feel like you're at with your life now, you're retired and stuff, it's like that constant struggle of just like – I want more, 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 more. Like how much is too much? And right. what about just like sitting there and playing with two ninety nine Play-Doh outside and enjoying being in the moment and not worrying about the next big paycheck, the next big, or how you're going to sell your soul like these reality stars do well, that's, to that's get paid. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And dad walks by, he goes, you really enjoy this, don't you? I said, yes, we're making fried eggs with the white Play-Doh and a little yellow on top. It's just, it was just fun. Yes. yes, It's just fun. And I think we got to get back to um, just maybe just simpler times. And maybe it comes to all of us as we get older. Well, and just looking maybe at, um, you know, how the innocence of childhood and um, yeah, maybe looking a little more to that and being the best kind of example we can be for these young kids, because you see so many yes. of, you know, these kids, they, they don't look at this judgment, this hate, that's all things that are learned behavior. And before then, so it's very interesting what, uh, how kids develop is how they were spoken to and what sunk into their brain. Right. So what if, did, what did they hear? Right. So if what they're they told hearing? people that wear red shirts are always a problem and they're this, they're that, the other thing, they're going to, that's going to become their new reality. That's going to become facts they spew onto the world, you know? So I get what you're saying, Nana. I get what you're saying. I don't want you ever to think that, uh, that you're like, oh, I'm just too simplifying. Or I don't want you to feel dismissed. Well, I no, I don't feel dismissed. I just think I have a simple way of looking at things, maybe mm-hmm. simpler. Um, I know, but I think we're, I shouldn't say we're, but I feel like I'm getting kind of preachy and that's not what this is about, kids. (laughs) You know what? This is about Bravo and life. Okay, Nana. So it's about whatever we want it to be about. Um, All right. So uh, are you going to be sad? Back to the Nini thing. Are you going to be sad? You said Nini can go and Greg can go to Minnesota. Nini can go. Nini can go. You already covered that. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, Nini can go. Bye-bye. Um, it is now 10 after nine mm-hmm. and it's 10 after seven where you are. Mm-hmm. I have my pajamas on. That means Nana's ready to go. She's ready to please, go. Please subscribe. Please like the channel. <laughs> um, I won't be as preachy next time or I might. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, in these closing words. Okay. Wow. This is taking a whole new turn. I didn't expect, but you know what? You're my mom. I respect you. Let's hear it. Jim Baker is getting sued. And I love he it. Is? Yes. Who's he getting sued by now? Wasn't he making some kind of selling some kind of water that could cure. He said it could cure. COVID? Oh my God. He's got to go. Yes. Who gave him any rights to the TV again? Oh my gosh. Oh my what? God. He's just a pig. He's a pig. And if you guys don't know Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, he was a tele, you guys know, but in case you're a televangelist back in the day, these people who are so corrupt that money rules everything that they're willing to 
sell people on the one thing that's so sacred to a lot of people with it, which is their faith. And the one thing that we're all the most afraid of a lot of us is, um, death and they play on people's fears and their faith in order to get money and get rich off that, which is about one of the most disgusting things you can do. He, Tammy Faye has since passed away, but he did jail time. Now he's back and he's like in Missouri selling some weird water and he's got a new wife with lots of mascara. I mean, that guy's a real piece of work. So who's doing him, Nana? I don't know who's suing him. I was walking through the room and I heard it. <laughs> I love Nana. You're, you know what though? Nana is just, if you watch MSNBC, CNN, or Fox News, Nana probably has got more information and more sources than they do altogether. You, you could believe Nana more than you can believe any of the mainstream news. You know, Just her walking by and hearing something. <laughs> well, when I heard Jim Baker, yeah, dad's going, did you hear that? I go, Yes, come on. <laughs> Take them out. Take them out. Well, everyone in the chat is just saying, love you, Nana. Um, and pr- producer Linda Burke says, no, I love Nini. So, Nana, me and uh, producer Linda, we don't want Nini to go. I don't want Nini. I, don't, I know you guys get mad. Hi, Linda. Apologists, but uh, uh, I, I don't want her to go. I don't. Do I think a little bit um, she needs to stop walking off? And Can't she just be a friend of the show? Isn't that that demotion they give? people. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't think Nini would put up with that, but maybe just talk to her and say, Hey, we can't have you walking off anymore. You got to stay, stay on task. <laughs> Are you talking to me or Nini? Oh, okay. All of you, all of you. Um, so yeah, but everyone is just, uh, you know, see Nanny, you can talk about whatever you want. Morris loves your sermon. Kiki says, love you ladies. Always so much fun and great talks. We go anywhere we want. I guess we do. I just don't want to appear too preachy. It's just your opinion. You know, you can't make anyone feel any way. And if someone doesn't like it, they can just say, I don't agree with that part of her, but I still like her. There's tons. You're never going to agree with or likes everything someone says, as long as they're not to hurt someone else or to hurt you, you know, it's okay to disagree. It's okay to have differing opinions. That's not what this is about. I totally get it. I totally get it. The Scorpio in me says, you know. I'll say what I want to say. So wear your masks. You wear should. your masks. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to die yet. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> yes, I just put this on Facebook, you guys, too. Please, for the love. I mean, we're not even out of the first wave. And uh, wear your mask because I'm watching so many friends lose loved ones. And then in the same respect, people are like, I don't believe this. And I don't, you know, and question the, valid- the validity of the pandemic. It's like, let's just wear our masks. Let's social distance. Like Nana says, cause I don't want to lose my mom. No, I'm not ready to go yet. I still have some preaching to do. Nana, we got lots of YouTube to do. So you better, what, what are you drinking there? Get some water. Okay. Get some vitamins in you. <laughs> water, got- diet, Pepsi. And right. I finished off a whole nother pot of coffee, which means I'll be up. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Nana, you be you, J-Job says. So, yes. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I just, yeah. Yeah, we love Nana. And we're going to come back on Monday for the 90-day with Nana. We got 90-day fiance news. Yes. Oh, we got to talk about. And then let's review. We're going to go on at 8.30. Um, 
on Monday. Monday. Yes. 6.30 my time. 8.30 your 830. time. 8.30. So get a nap in. Okay. It's all happening. Like Sheena Marie says, it's all happening. It's all happening <laughs> at the zoo. That's, um, oh God, why can't I think Paul Simon and Garfunkel, it's all happening at the zoo. It's a great song. Look it up. Listen to it tonight. Yay. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to give this video a like on your way out. Also rate review us on iTunes. I think we're up to 148 rates and reviews. Be oh, so I love that. Cool. To That's get great. 50. Thank you to all the new subscribers. Nana, can you guess how many subscribers we're up to now on YouTube? Um, we have 50 today that are listening to us. That's awesome. No subscribers though. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, that's something we're striving for, right? Um, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? It's not who's like listening. Like it says 50. No, it's who subscribed to the, oh. channel, the YouTube channel. Well, honey, it's your channel. It, you started this. You put your heart and soul into this. I just pop in for laughs and shits and giggles. So we're please. over 8K. 8, That's amazing. Yes, we're on our way to 10, you guys. We're moving and shaking. We got lots of good content coming at you. Nine Day Fiance. Wow. Um, Big Brother. So much good stuff. So, yes, moving and shaking here. Marriage Bravo. Jolene think TV. That is fabulous, Jolene. Congratulations. That is huge. That is just you, huge. Anna. You, Anna. Oh, honey, I just came in late for the party, as always. Anna. You made um, this. You made all this happen. All this Jolene-ness. It's oh, from true you. True story. True story. <laughs> true story. It was a tough job, but someone had to do it. I can't even begin to imagine. On that note, thank you guys so much. Uh, Nana, love you. Have a wonderful weekend. I love you, too. I love you, too. Everyone take care of yourself. Be good to each other, and we'll talk to you again Monday. Bye. Wear, wear your mask.